You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, January 20th, episode 3104, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. That's right. It is Friday. I am so happy it's Friday this week for some reason. You know Uh, what? Somebody was just asking me, they're like, aren't you so happy it's Friday tomorrow? And I was like, eh. (laughs) (laughs) I realized that I... The weekends don't matter when you have horses and train horses for a living. The only days I get off are when it's really bad weather. So I'm thinking I should reconsider that whole indoor covered arena thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only way I'll get a day off. Well, you know, and everybody that actually has a real job for a living, uh, they love weekends because the only time they see are the horse. But when you're doing it full time, it's just pretty much another day. It's just, yeah. It's Stalls Friday. need cleaned, horses need fed, horses need worked. Like They keep wanting day. to eat. Yeah, that's a it's funny weird. thing about horses. Hey, on today's show, we're going to do a breed spotlight on the Dales Ponies. And we have Meg Robbins of the Dales Pony Conservancy of North America with us. Plus, uh, signs you're in the honeymoon phase with a new horse. I put this in here exactly for you because you'll be <laughs> getting your new horse soon. And some really bad ads. We're going to be doing that later in the show as well. Auditors, we will be doing a post-show today. Y'all have been whining that we were lazy this week and didn't do one on Wednesday. So we Bunch will do bums. a post-show on Wednesday or uh, today. And we're going, to talk, we're going to take the candy poll. As you, we like to talk about food. So today I don't know candy. what that is, so it sounds good. Yeah. It makes me want candy already. I know, me too. Uh, so I have something for you, and listeners, you have a chance to win a prize. So I will give an HRN hat for the first person to email me with what this man is doing to break a world record. I'm going to play the sound. You have to email me at glenn at horseradionetwork.com. Two ends. Two ends. Or D-bag, we learned that. It doesn't matter, yeah. So, uh... You email me and tell me, and the first one the email will win a hat. I can, t- I will give you a hint. This is not horse related, but he was attempting to break a world record, and in fact, did do it. And I'll tell you Monday what he was doing. So, you ready for the sound? Oh, wait, you're not gonna even. Oh, I see. Okay, so you're just gonna play sound. Yes. He's gonna be doing something, and yes. we have to guess. This is like the secret sound on radio stations yes. where you're like, it's a stapler, stapling yes. a balloon, you Correct. know, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, you ready? Ready. All right, here we go. I think you get the hint. There's just a whole minute of that. <laughs> so. Oh, that went on for a whole minute? Yes. Thank you was... for not playing that any longer. <laughs> 
So there you go. Send your guess into Glenn at horseradionetwork.com. Now, you're not allowed to guess just in case you get it right, but do you have an idea in mind? I totally, absolutely know what he's doing. Oh, did you see this before? No, I've never said. I'm just totally guessing. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me after the show. I really want to know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very exciting. <laughs> but he did break the world record. So, And then you're going to wonder why a person like this exists on the same planet of the people who invented a telescope that can go through the universe. I wonder why they're in the same planet. All right, let's do some Daily Winnies and talk about some other fun horsey stuff. That's you stalling, looking for the button. Exactly. You didn't do the daily winning sound. You just did the birthday. Oh, I hit the wrong one. <laughs> just go with it. I'm going to go with that. That's our daily winnie for today, because my daily winnie is some birthdays. And, of course, we honor our auditors, our terrific auditors who have birthdays. And Taylor Ferguson, Cheryl Rings, uh, Kaylin Schildmeyer. And Diane Lynn, happy birthday to all of you. And I wanted to just thank, we have a bunch of new auditors this week that we'll talk about on Monday, but if you want to join that group, you can become a new auditor by going to horseradionetwork.com and clicking on the auditor banner on the right side of the page. And now I'll hit the right one for you. First Daily Winnie, it's Friday. We're sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products, and I wanted to give a Daily Winnie to Gina Moronic. She's one of our auditors, and learning about the new pony that should be arriving, giant draft cross pony, that will be arriving at my house, I guess, in the next week or two. Auditor April got him for me but we're just kind of like waiting till he's a little healthier to travel up here you know so anyway she bought him a giant bag of equijoule from kpp and is sending it to me today that's so nice instead of cookies she was like you know what he looks like he's gonna need some equijoule so she is sending kpp's equijoule which is like the rice brand fat supplement pellets oh my gosh i'm so excited that's so nice thank you so much gina i appreciate it very good. You had a second one, right? I, I do. Okay. I do. My second daily when he goes out to Rocky. Rocky. Rocky, bless his heart. He's a seven-month-old border collie, and he lives in Devon in England. And uh, Rocky, he just felt like he had some work to do, Glenn. Okay? He's a border collie. There, there needs work to be done. There's work to be done. And uh, he was in his house and the front door was open. So he took off out the front door. And I guess it's the country. So the owner didn't think anything. And uh, here's her quote. I was standing in the kitchen and heard a noise. I turned around and there were nine of them. What was, what was in her kitchen? The border collie, Rocky, ran out the door and rounded up nine sheep and brought them <laughs> into the house. Well, she's just said doing he, his job. <laughs> she said, I, I turned around, the sheep were standing there. I took the children into another room, and I tried to guide the sheep out. And they went from the kitchen and left again through the porch. I took a good look around the house, uh, and there was uh, quite a bit of mud and poo around. Now, here's the best part. Those weren't her sheep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rocky went out and found nine sheep and rounded them up and brought them in the front door Bonus. of the house. <laughs> and they're not they're not her sheep. <laughs> Rocky's just doing his job. Way to go, Rocky. She said it was funny at the time, but there was quite a lot of wee poo and mud everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky's a Rocky. sheep wrangler. He's gonna get her. He's gonna get arrested and hung for that stealing sheep. Stealing sheep. Yeah, <laughs> mutton for dinner, everybody. Yeah. So there, and there are there is video, of course, because she before she got rid of him, she got him got out her camera and you know phone and video the whole thing, and there is definitely wee poo and mud everywhere. <laughs> God, how do you get that out of the carpet? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I have a loser of the week. You want to hear a loser of the week? You mean it's the opposite of Rocky? Yes, the opposite. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Now, I am not going to give you the names of the losers because this is a story out of the Netherlands, and I can't pronounce the names of the towns or the names of the people or anything. Um, but I will tell you that this city councilor in this little town in the Netherlands and his buddy got really drunk. And uh, they were, the article says they were heavily under the influence of alcohol. Always the start of a good story. <laughs> yes. Well, apparently they decided to take their little Shetland pony, that actually looks like a mini, uh, and walk it down the street to the bar. So they went into the Grand Cafe in this town, I can't pronounce, and the restaurant to get something to eat and more drink. And they tied the Shetland pony outside and just left it there. So they tied it to like a table or something. <clears throat> and, uh, well, the men left the bar without paying and also left the pony and just went away. <laughs> Just walked down the street. They and just decided they would trade the pony for their food. For their food. Well, the police were called, and it, and they actually have something called the animal ambulance responded to the scene. And while we're there, the <clears throat> the men actually returned with money to pay the bill, and they also wanted to take their pony with them. But the animal ambulance stopped them because they couldn't prove who owned the animal. They weren't even sure that the city councilor actually owned the animal. <laughs> so oh they they repossessed the pony, took him in, who's cute as the Dickens, by the way, uh, and are trying to find the owner. So if you live in this little town of they have way too many letters and names over there. Uh, if you live there and you're missing a little black pony, uh, you I know who has it, the, the drunk city councilman. Will be happy. Well, he won't be happy to return it, but animal control will. And oh my gosh! They just like they, they were like, we'll just walk home. <laughs> oh man, I for, we forgot the pony. Uh, they, you know what? We can't get it back without how getting money. How far did they get down the road? Do you think they realized they also forgot to pay the bill and forgot the pony? What a mess! <laughs> Alcohol people. That's what it'll do to you. So there's our <laughs> losers of the week. Hey, you know Charlotte, our listener, posted a studies, almost a study show on Facebook, and I saw it, and I was like, "Wow!" Hope nobody spent money on that. Did you actually read it? I did. Oh wow! Uh, because it's only a headline. Oh. <laughs> and I read it to my husband. Okay. And his words was duh. <laughs> like duh i know you duh uh the the study that was posted um this goes off of mindblowingfacts.com dog owners take more photos of their pet than their significant other according to a u.s study and i was like i go for any pet dogs cats horses <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. i said but here's the thing when i look outside and i see homer laying 
spread eagle in the backyard. I think it's hilarious and I take pictures of it and then I post it on Facebook as like the cutest puppy ever who clearly is tense. And I, I said, you, if you were laying spread eagle naked in the backyard, I wouldn't photograph that. I'd probably be concerned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Chad. He's eating a cookie. Look. Oh, my God. He learned how to shake hands. He's so cute. Oh, look at my husband out there sleeping on the porch. Oh, look at my little baby as he chases chickens. <laughs> like, nobody does that. Duh. But it's so cute when the dog does it. <laughs> so there you go. That's your study show for Friday from me. Uh, thank you, Charlotte. Dog owners take more photos of their pet uh, than their significant other, according to a U.S. study. I wonder what the husbands take more pictures of. Let me look. What do you have pictures I'm of? I'm going to look. Horse husbands, you got me thinking now. I have lots of pictures of a kitchen in operation in uh, re- remodeling phase. Okay. I'm going through my bag. I'm like, horses, horses. I've got a lot of pictures of a pony. I don't know Horse and Lucas. Um, dog, dog, dog. I have a lot of selfie pictures horse. with other people. Dog, horse. Mostly listeners. So there's that. Dog, horse. <laughs> horse, horse, horse. I horse, think horse. I have more people than anything. Their dog. Uh, a lot of kitchens. Horse. Mm. Oh, wait, Christmas. I have some family pictures at Christmas time. Okay. You do? Or no horse. Horses wearing Santa hats. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a difference. Mine is mostly people. Uh yours is mostly horses. See, so, yeah, there's a difference. I do have a lot of dogs too. But again, at Christmas, I did take some family photos at Christmas, and then it goes right back to Christmas horse pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a kitchen update for all of you that have been kindly asking how the kitchen is going. Really, nothing has happened over the last couple of weeks because we were waiting for the cabinets. I am happy to report that the cabinets arrived on Wednesday. They look beautiful. They are now in taking up our entire garage. Uh, and our thanks to our uh, auditor, Clark, uh, who sent those over. And he's coming tomorrow to help us install the cabinets. And then and the plumber's coming Wednesday, so hopefully the, for the first time in five weeks on Wednesday, we will have a kitchen sink and water back in the kitchen. Well, actually, How much have weight have you gained kitchen. being that you've just been eating microwave meals? <laughs> actually, I think I've lost weight. Um, yeah, we've been eating microwave meals, that's for sure. But yeah, and I do have a recipe for next week that I tried last night uh, that I think I'll share next week. It was really good. But yeah, so the kitchen's coming along. We're very excited. In another week, it should be operational. I still got to put the floor in and paint and that kind of stuff. But at least it'll be operational, hopefully, by next week. If all goes right with Clark this weekend. And uh, Clark, don't forget your tools, because I don't have all of them. So <laughs> let him know. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> all right, let's go to our first guest. Uh, Meg Robbins is with the Dales Pony Conservancy of North America. Kind of a breed highlight for us today. And of course, I love talking about ponies. Who doesn't? And we're going to find out about the Dales Ponies. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Feeding your horse starch-laden grains can lead to colic, laminitis, and metabolic disease. Today, nutritionists are recommending the use of high-quality fat to provide healthy calories. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. It's readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of starchy grains. Replacing grain with a high-quality fat supplement reduces a horse's risk of developing health problems. Equijoule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium to phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. 
And best of all, horses fueled by Equijoul stay calmer and more focused on the job at hand. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijoul. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Well, hi, Meg. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, how are you? Good. So we're talking about Dale's Ponies. I was on your website looking around. That's dpcna.com. And, oh, my God, these ponies are so cute. And I'm a pony guy. I have Hackney Pony. So I love ponies. They're so cute. Well, Dale's Ponies have some Hackney in them. Really? Yeah? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So tell us Back about in the, the day. Tell us about the Dale's Ponies. What are they like? Temperament, size, all. Give us the 101 on Dale's Ponies. Glad to. Um, Dale's ponies are a native breed, actually from the Scottish Galloway, which was a working pony up near the Scottish borders in northern England. And they were um, they were herd ponies that farmers spread their mares into and pulled them in to work on their farms. Um, the breed basically developed as the desire for a really stout, sturdy, hardy, well dispositioned, didn't need a lot of care working pony did in those areas and eventually became a working pony for lead mines. And they were used because they were very hardy. They could travel quickly. They carried um, iron or lead rather over the mountains, very rough terrain um, about a hundred miles in a week. And they would travel in packs of nine to 20 ponies loose carrying 250 pounds of smelted lead over those mountains with one person in charge and they just went they'd fly over they'd come back in great condition and do it all over again the next week they were very well cared for despite what people think the ponies were probably more prized than the men who drove them yeah you didn't have Uh, you didn't make a living without your pony exactly they were really dependent on them um but they were they were so hardy and they have just incredibly uh, strong bone. They're noted for their bone, their action, their swiftness, their temperament. Um, they're kind, kind ponies. Their disposition is 90% of what's wonderful about them. And um, they have terrific feet. I was just so, going to say, they must have tough feet. Too. <laughs> they do. They 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 win best hoof in every show they're in. They're, they don't wear shoes, a lot of them, and they just go. So do what do we use them for today? That is a really good question because, of course, like any working pony breed, once the work stops that they were traditionally bred for or selected for, um, then the demand for them changes. So with mechanization, just as in all our large draft horses, the demand changed with these agile little ponies. They actually um, went through a period during both world wars. World War One, they were actually taken and used in action and their numbers really diminished. In World War Two, they ran the farms back home. And they became the all-around pony. And since then, when mechanization really kicked in, their numbers dwindled. So there needed to be a new route for them. And they are now, I'm very happy to say, in in demand, very popular all-around pony. Are they still considered uh, rare, or are they, you know, are there more of them now that they're off the endangered list, or? No, sadly not. They're critically endangered. Um, there are fewer than 300 registered breeding mares in the world. Oh, wow. So it's still that that's pretty much um, the focus of a lot of the work of Dale's enthusiasts and the Dale's registry in England, which is to make sure that those ponies are recorded and that they're bred back um, truly. Well, that's a good question. You know, we've had rare breeds on before, and I've always wanted to ask this. How do you create more, in, you know, increase the numbers while maintaining genetic diversity? Can you do that? 
Probably not. Okay. You know, in the long run, you just have to be really um, selective about thinking about it. There's lots of ponies that are, that are, um, you know, line bred that go straight back and that can be a good thing and a bad thing. Certainly thoroughbreds have done that for years. Um, but in these ponies, it's a challenge, especially in this country where we have a much lo- smaller pool to pull from and we really don't do international AI. Does it make them uh, hugely expensive? I don't know. What are we calling huge? Well, yeah, that's relative. Yeah. <laughs> um, they they weren't in demand. They The first Dales ponies that were imported to the United States, it wasn't that long ago. It was um, really maybe, ugh, I'm not going to guess. There was a Canadian, a Canadian breeder who came with her herd um, maybe 30 years ago, and she brought a lovely herd of ponies and, and bred them in, in uh, yeah, she's in Ontario now, but she stopped breeding. Um, so they don't have a long history of being in the United States and, there became a time when it, they became a boutique pony. So people were importing stallions and mares in small numbers and thinking that they could get a large price for them. And when they didn't, they just dispersed them. And they disappeared. So um, that was a real challenge. The good news is that today we have some really dedicated breeders who've tr- worked hard to follow the lines and bring in new new strains, new lines. So with uh, do they come in every color or are they just, you know... Are they one color? No, their the predominant color is black, and because we're Americans, we, you know, they people get a demand for a color as opposed to the pony. Yeah, that's um, true. But <laughs> the, the, the colors, the colors, they are um, in the breed register. They can be black, bay, brown, gray, and roan. And roan is a relatively new addition that almost disappeared from the colors. There was one breeder who basically rescued that color, and it's very popular in the United States. And I read something about white markings uh, are limited. So tell us about the white markings. That's also about a contention with some folks. (laughs) Um, So the white markings, when when the Dales Pony Society actually formed in earnest in the 1920s and then again in the 1960s, they... They really wanted to, they had bred fell ponies into the breed for a while to rescue them when the numbers were so low many years ago. And then they wanted to breed them back out again. So they were, they started to breed out the markings that would indicate um, another breed in. So at this point, you can have white fetlocks, um, really low ones. They can't really come high at all. You can have a star, a small star, a small, um, you can't have a stripe. You can have a little snip. And that's it. Hmm. So that's a class A pony that can be, that mare can be bred to an A stallion and they, their registry will go right through. Um, but because the numbers are down now, the DPS has recently changed that a little bit so that a, a stallion can get a three-year license to breed if it's a B stallion or out of a B mare, um, but it has three years to produce A offspring. It's funny because chrome is usually a well sought after trait in most horses. Only, well, it depends. You know, the other thing is that Dales are half of what produced Vanners. And, um, you know, people wanted a heavy cart horse type pony and they bred the Vanners into uh, Clydesdales. So they got that size and they got that action and they got a lot of color out of that. So if you want a lot of color, get a Vanner. Huh. 
So now, you know, everybody knows the queen was riding cute ponies, and I know there are fell ponies. Are they related? There's so many pony breeds that came out of out of England, you know? Yeah, yeah. mountain and moorland ponies, and they are wonderful. They're all pony ponies. Um, hers are fell ponies, and aren't they gorgeous? But fells are a different breed, and they're from the other side of the Pennine Mountains. So there are fells there and dales um, on the eastern side, and they're smaller. <clears throat> they're smaller. Their action isn't as large and grand and fast. Um, they're a shorter coupled pony. They're, they're, they're not a shorter Dales. They are a fell breed and they've been bred fell to fell for many years. So they Is really it like, <clears throat> there's like bad that. blood? Like, oh, they're from <laughs> the other We're side warring. of the mountains. Yes. <laughs> no, no. Short no, little no, guys no, over just, there. <laughs> just a different breed. And they're lovely. Fell ponies are phenomenally wonderful too. So what about the ponies here, the Dales ponies here in the United States? Any doing any interesting things? What, what kind of things are they doing here? Because there are so few Dales ponies in the United States, um, it's been wonderful to have Facebook. <laughs> so um, Facebook has really brought people together across the country. We have a really, really friendly, lovely Facebook group called, um, what is it called? Dales Pony Enthusiasts North America, I think. And we also have the Dales Pony Conservancy, and we're affiliated with the Equine Survival Trust, which has helped us enormously. Um, but we're not fancy. Um, we kind of bumble. But we have organized um, clinics and shows and lots of conversations about, I've got this pony, what do I do with it? Really helped people find studs to breed to, um, thinking about lines, educating folks, and, f- and really primarily finding a lot of lost ponies. Because those ponies that were the boutique breeders brought across, they bred, they were foals, they were never registered, or they're registered and lost, and we can't lose a single pony. So it's been great bringing those ponies back out, getting them registered with the mother registry and bringing the phone numbers up. I'm actually on one of the Facebook pages. They're so cute. (laughs) Are they like, as I had to step away for a second, maybe you asked this already, but are they like a naughty type character? Are they like magical unicorn ponies where they're like so rare and beautiful that they're like so peaceful and kind? Are they like, no, they're ponies. (laughs) but they're but they're not they're very they're very people people ponies they are so curious and so interested and the thing about these ponies that i think americans lose sight of is that you can go ahead and you can breed for color and you can breed for whatever sport thing you want but when you do that with a critically endangered breed you breed out what makes that pony that pony and that disposition Mm. It's remarkable. Haven't all the breeds been guilty of that over the years. Over here, yeah. Over I mean, there. I you know, I'm not pointing any fingers, but <clears throat> um, I'm a pony person. Too, I think any I breed you could point a yeah. finger at. Yeah. yeah, and so we, so it's a struggle. It's a real up. You know, people always think, oh, what would that be like to cross with? And while it's fine to cross a stallion, every time you cross a mare, you lose that purebred foal. Mm. Especially when they're this endangered, and there's so few of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, this is very cool. They are the cutest ponies ever. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to steal your Facebook uh, header picture of the little of the little boy and the the foal. That is oh, the that's cutest. Vigo. He <laughs> lives in Washington State, and his mom is a breeder. Oh, he is so cute. <laughs> yeah, he is, and he gets on those ponies and rides all around. They live on an island, and he's been riding since he could walk. Um, he's a remarkable little kid, and those ponies have taken such good care of him. So you don't mind it's, if I use that picture today in our show notes? I. 
think it will be fine. And I will check with uh, the photographer, his mother. Okay. <laughs> but I think she'll be fine with it. <laughs> well, he's got some extra love today. Well, thank you for joining us. Where can people go again to find out more about the Dale's Ponies? And I noticed on your website, you do have the for sale ones in there too. Well, I have yeah. to say our website's a little sad right now. We We are an organization of volunteers and we are organized and we are doing what we do, but we had a very sad um, website incident. So <laughs> it's not terribly up to date and it's missing a big chunk of, of stuff, but people can check in with that. We have a Facebook, two Facebook pages, one for the Dales Pony Conservancy and one for Dales Pony Enthusiasts North America. And we welcome folks to join us and join. It is, you know, people talk about there being horse and pony groups that eat each other. This one doesn't do it. People are so kind and helpful and wonderful. Well, you're you're part of a rare group, so uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to keep it that way too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Meg, this has been terrific. Thank you so much for joining yep. us today. We appreciate Thank you. It. All right, take care, both of you. Bye. Well, life's too short for heavy tack, especially if you have a pony. At half the weight of traditional leather saddles, tacking up is simply a breeze with any Wintech light saddle. It's one of the reasons Jamie loves her Wintech light so much. Oh, you don't think I make farm boy pick this up just just so you can know okay give it back you will feel secure in the super soft and grippy seat of the wintech light all-purpose deluxe saddle while your horse enjoys the super soft panels that mold in and around his muscles for a little fun add some personality to your wintech light with a range of changeable cantles that can be swapped out to suit your mood does yours have that it, I, I, I don't have any candles to change it, but I will tell you, you talk about super soft and grippy. Yeah. Um, this saddle I only use on Miles, my three-year-old, now coming four-year-old Andalusian. And I'm so secure in this saddle for the first time. He just went on his first solo trail ride a couple of days ago. Yesterday, I was like, that's it. We're going into the pasture. And I rode him into the pasture and I made his little round self canter up the hills so i'm like cantering in the pasture with my baby horse and he's just like trying to like lean back towards the barn no 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 <laughs> go this way but yeah i can sit and like push it and you it's definitely very grippy very cool now you got to check into changeable candles i know is it like can i get like an american flag candle i think for, like, you can actually i think I that's one of them <laughs> Uh, you might be able to find one with a little airplane on it. You know, that'd be cool, oh too. Yeah. So you can find out why Wintech Light All-Purpose Deluxe Saddles are Jamie's favorite at Wintech-Saddles.com or any retailer that carries <gasps> There is them an American flag one. Is there? Yay, yes. What else do they have? Okay. There seems to be, of course, they're all tiny little things here. There's a British flag one. There uh, is there's a lot of flags Horses, um, um, let's see. Weird, you have a horse horseshoes. On the horse. One that says caution. <laughs> That's I perfect. Like that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. How about one my horse Merry kicks? Christmas. Do you have one of those? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the caution covers that one. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. And I guess it, they just pop out. I don't know. I oh, it's like a, it looks like a little Velcro thing that you stick to the back of it or something. One says you can personalize them. <gasps> you can personalize it. I can get an HRN logo put on that. For yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. I'll totally wear that. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer has one too, but I don't think she, she, hers is a little bit older, so I don't think she has the cantle thing. Anyway. Okay. Get me out of shopping. Status. I'm shopping online again. <laughs> 
Hey, I was on Horse Nation uh, the other day, and I came across this, and I thought of you, because when are you getting your new horse? Um, I don't know, a week or two? week or two? Okay. So we've all seen, especially <coughs> auditors uh, and our listeners who get new horses, and all of us have done it too, and they wrote an article called The Six Signs You're in the Honeymoon Phase with Your New Horse. So this is what I'll have to look forward to. Yeah, this is Because as of now, I'm texting you. April like every day, like, okay, my whole issue is apparently yeah, the go. only thing he's been afraid of so far. I think far, obsession is one of them. <laughs> yeah. The only thing he's been afraid of. So they're having a really hard time getting like personality out of him. He's just kind of like well, this sad old black when, beauty, yeah, you know. It, takes, it took Scooter about a month to get normal again. So Really? Yeah. yeah. So as soon as he starts to get normal, we'll bring him up here. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently the only thing he's really been bothered at, I guess he, he doesn't canter. He just trots in the pasture. That's standard. His half standard bread. So he just trots in the pasture. She says he trots faster than anybody else canters. And the main thing he's trotted away at is he doesn't like wild hogs. And I was like, that's sensible. That's probably a good idea. You should just track tr- quickly away from those. Well, this article actually was written by Kristen Kovach, who's the host of the Retired Racehorse Show uh, with Joy. So number one is, this is so you every day. This doesn't even apply to new guys. Well, you get new guys all the time, so you're doing this all the time. Let me read the first paragraph. Not only have I flooded my Instagram and Facebook with endless posts about my new horse, but I have also started soapboxing with stupidity. Long descriptions of my training process, small setbacks, and what we've done to overcome them, and of course, the classic throwback Thursday. So, yes, number one was your social media feed is full of your new horse. That's so true. But oh yeah, yeah. I think we do I mean, that. You did it with your dog too, though. So, I mean, to be fair, I my social media is full of just all animals at, at my house. Do you think that's true when people get? I've seen it a little bit when they get like married and or just meet a new guy. Not as much as animals, though. No, no. no. I like, like I was saying earlier. Like, it's a, we're doing the guys a favor by taking. You know, imagine if you, if if Jen took fifty-seven pictures of you a day, you'd yeah, be like, get, mm, that's a little really crazy. Old. <laughs> yeah, we're doing you a favor. <laughs> Number two, you talk to everyone in your real life about the new horse and all the great, cute, weird, quirky things he does, even if they're not horse people. It's like the same for getting a new boyfriend, getting yeah. a new dog. Yeah. God, you, you used to be, I mean, in the old days when we were actually at work, you and I, and then somebody would get a new boyfriend or somebody would get a new pet. That is all you would hear about for the next two weeks. So that is true. Yeah. You overshare in equestrian groups with photos and stories of the new horse. I think I'd do that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And we have a whole auditor room that that's what it's for. So (laughs) that's what we're supposed to do in there. How about you lay awake at night over in a light? Oh, my God. This is your entire life in this sentence. Let me start over. (laughs) This is your entire life. Okay. You lay awake at night, overanalyzing every aspect of your last ride and what you can do to be a better horse person the next day. Is that not normal? <laughs> this is you. <laughs> this could be stamped on your forehead. <laughs> All of that. All of the things. And, and I lay awake at night going, 
okay, what did I do last time? Okay, what can I try tomorrow to try to get through the whole thing? But okay, I gotta get him to do this. Like, how can I come up with a way to get? Oh, yeah, totally. That's me. <laughs> All so of you. these are me. You don't sleep at night because you're thinking about every little thing. I've turned into Monty Rob. Uh, Jamie, I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I came up with a way to get the horse to do it. You know, well, if it's any consolation, he's almost ninety. So you have forty more years to look forward to. That. Yay! <laughs> Uh, number five, you use the new horse as an excuse to go tax shopping. Again, check <laughs> for everybody that I know. She writes, I mean, every I, I horse guess is an unique. excuse. Right. She writes, every horse is unique, right? So there's no way that the 3,487 saddle pads, 45,000 bits, or 4,600 head stalls that you already own are going to possibly work for him. He definitely needs his own stuff. So John Nunn. None finer, but a Briton. I I pitched him an idea, and and he didn't run with it. But I really think that anybody listening who does tack should do this. Okay, so you upload to their website a picture of your horse. Okay, just like a side profile shot of your horse, and you can drag and drop different colors. Because Fair. barn colors are a thing of the past. What we need to do is I color shop because what looks good on a chestnut isn't going to look good on a bay and not going to look good on a gray or vice versa. So I, I told him, I was like, I color shop for each horse individually. So put it up on your website. I can upload a photo and drag and drop all the different products you have. I thought I would be a millionaire. Nothing. Nothing. I have seen him do it with like generic graphic horse pictures, but not upload your own. That is a good idea. Isn't that genius? That's a brilliant idea. Thank you. So whoever's going to steal that needs to credit us. And steal it. Us I don't care. I just want to use it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number six, final one on this list of uh, signs you're in the honeymoon phase with By your By the way, John horse. Nunn did not appreciate me telling him how to run his business. Call me crazy. Hey, Go I ahead. worked for him for five years and he didn't appreciate it either. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> if, <laughs> I take that back. Uh, it's number six. <laughs> if there's anything at all unique about his situation, everyone has to hear about it. Well, I don't think that bypass that goes way past honeymoon phase. If your horse has something that's different or unique or strange or especially gross, you're going to talk to everybody about it and post it everywhere. Oh, my God. He has this little tiny tumor on his penis. You want to see a picture? <laughs> exactly. I've exactly. got 27 pictures from every angle. Do you think that people that like are ski- have other hobbies, like skiers or pickleball or something like that, post about every little thing? I think they do, though. I do. They Golfers. Do. Yeah, I kind of think they do. I think we're not unique. Maybe more unique. Maybe a little more unique. I'm thinking right now, I'm thinking about people that I know that don't do horses and what I've come to the conclusion in my head that I don't know people who don't do horses. So I can't answer that question. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know any of those people. (laughs) Uh, By the way, while I was on Horse Nation, there's this really beautiful farm that's for sale right out of Long Island. it's, It's near Manhattan. And uh, it's uh, 160 acres. The house is just, I mean, just to die for. The house is incredible. It's an enormous house. And they only want $25 million for it. Oh, it's a bargain. Horse farm. It's got a beautiful house. Uh, by the way, the wine cellar holds 3,500 bottles. But wine. what if you drink all those bottles? Then you have no, <laughs> by the it's way, holding zero who, bottles. 
wants to have 3,500 bottles of wine in their house? Me? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of question is that? And I will say the kitchen's a little fancier than the one we're putting in. Uh, It's it's really nice. And the barns are cool. Yeah, so if you want to buy that, it's on Horse Nation. Uh, It's 160 acres, not too far out of Manhattan. And you can have it for a mere $25 Although prices have dropped, so you could probably offer 20 and you'll be fine. Let's do some really bad ads. What do you think? Let's do it. Pay it. I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when we just have a little bit of fun with some ads that are submitted by our listeners, either on Facebook or on Craigslist, selling horses or farm stuff or trailers or whatever. And we uh, will have a prize announcement shortly. We have some new prize providers coming in, so we're going to be announcing that very shortly. But whoever is submitting ads during this month will just add it to the pile for the first prize that comes up. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I'll have some announcements about that. And you, and it can't, you know, it's just not normal to have a really bad ads without Lorene sending in one. So you want to hear Lorene? Let's do it. If you send in your own ad and you record it yourself, then you get double the entries for the prizes. Hi, good morning. Hi, this good is Lorene Barden, and I'm going to read a really bad ad. And this is a Craigslist ad in uh, York, South Carolina, and... It's for a two-horse trailer. The trailer itself, um, I've seen worse in these bad ads. Um, What's really surprising is the condition of the house and barn behind the trailer. (laughs) There's like a picture of the, the barn and there's literally big chunks of roof just hanging off the sides. Um, And then in the yard, there's broken pieces it looks like pottery and pots and pieces of um, motors car parts and it there's just junk all over and then the ad reads um it's two horse trailer for twenty five hundred dollars well, lest start off, no codes, no cell phone, BS allowed, will not respond to anything but cash in hand, in person, exclamation point. <laughs> this is a late model two horse trailer, exclamation point. It's been sitting next to my house since I became injured back in 2016. I bought it in 2012 to haul horses and goats, exclamation point. It needs a little work. I have not checked the lights due to my tractor won't start to back it into then connect to my truck. I am including a new sets of light. I am including a new set of lights, exclamation point. I also have a new lower door latch, which the both need repair. The floor was replaced in 2014 and looks good. I will sell this with a bill of sale due to I have no title. I am asking $2,500 or best offer. Please don't email me or message me any offers, exclamation. Call me, come out, 
shot the chit with me and let's make a deal. <laughs> well, that's the ad. And if you want to shot the chit with this person to make a deal, um, go check out this trailer. Thanks for listening. But Bye. at the beginning, it was like no calls, no texts, just cash in hand. Yes. So uh, how am I supposed to find out where to go? Exactly. I thought of that, too. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'll just drive around till I find it. <laughs> that was amazing. Heidi, Allison, and Ginger all sent the following one in. Uh, and I don't know. Maybe Facebook? I have no idea. Uh, the title is The Exclamation Point Read Full Ad Exclamation Point. Hello, my horsey friends. I am selling my beautiful Palomino paint thoroughbred, like the through, bread you eat. Thoroughbred? Thoroughbred. Due to no fault of her own, she did throw my kid across the field, though. <laughs> Sorry, I hope your kid's fine. Uh, this mare is gelded, so this is a rare opportunity, if I do say so myself. <laughs> The stud fee is $500. Uh, Ethel is two-ish. She's so bomb-proof and kid-friendly, except for the whole throwing the kid across the field thing. She was papered, but I lost the papers in my barn fire that she was sadly in. Wait a second! <laughs> There's a lot going on here. Voice of friends, I am selling a beautiful Palomino paint through bread due to no fault of her own. She did throw my kid across the field. Samara's gelded. Rare opportunity. Stud you know, fee. a gelded mare is a rare opportunity. You have to give her that. She may, she's two? She's two. And so bomb-proof. Yes. I mean, she was in a barn fire, for God's sake. <laughs> I assume she's still alive after the barn fire. Well, they're selling her for I... a stud fee of $500. <laughs> I guess. Papers are lost, though. We all know you can't get those back. (laughs) That's terrible. And it looks like it's on one of those, like, equine now, you know, kind of like ads. So somebody actually went to a website and typed that. It's not like they voice texted it into Craigslist. Apparently it's a popular website because a bunch of our listeners sent it in. Oh, Steph. Oh, by the way, there were so many. Jack, Rebecca, Julie, Audrey, D, and Taylor. You guys are all also in the running. Jennifer picked some of these other ones. So uh, you're in the running, even though we may not get to yours. This one is from Steph. 23 weanling, I guess, night, 2023. And 22 yearling prospects Facebook page. This horse what? is... There are the Facebook page for Every damn thing. Wait, that's a page. That's what it says. I'll look it up while you're doing it. That's actually a page. This horse is for sale. He, I, a quarter mile. He is nine years old and in very good health and everything. He is a saddle and has a good rein, but he has no bad habits. He is eek and anyone can ride him. He is also a coal ador. He is in Auburn if, by the way, there's no punctuation, just comments. He is in Auburn. If you are really interested, call my number. Only people really interested, please. Price is 4500 and no less. You have no idea what you're buying, <laughs> but it's $4,500. They got that one right. 
And there's two pictures sort of. of the butt. <laughs> and it's a picture That's a of a big booty. Butt. Let me tell you, this this horse has and, a big yeah, booty. <laughs> side butt. By the way, there's 25,000 members of the 23 weanling and 22 yearling prospects Shut page. Up. What? That is very specific page right there. <laughs> But not to mention, that's the 22 weanling, yearling and 23 weanling Facebook page, and they're selling a nine-year-old. Oh, that is true. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in very good health and everything. What is it? Coleador. C-O-L-E-A-D-O-R. That, I think that's a good question. You look that one up while I do the next one. That's probably a thing we don't know about. Yeah, it's probably a Western thing that you and I are totally oblivious to. Katie sent the next one in. This is pretty short. Wow. A lot, the pictures are pretty, though. They're a cute, cute horse. Uh, I got a five-year-old bay mare ride pretty good, but green broke. Ant gonna buck nobody off. She's about 14, one or two hands tall, located in Chesney, South Carolina. South Carolina, Ain't baby. gonna buck hey, nobody off. I found out what a colador is. Okay, what is it? It is a man... Who throws a bull by twisting its tail. <laughs> so you got that going for you. <laughs> this horse throws bulls? <laughs> that horse that you just read about is really pretty, by the way. He is cute. He's a cute <laughs> horse. I got to say, it doesn't have a price, but he is a cute horse in South Carolina. I got to give Oh, Lord have mercy. The next one is North Georgia free or cheap horse, <laughs> horses intact. We seem to get a lot out of that particular page. That is a very mm. colorful page. Mm. All right. No punctuation. And I'll try to make my way through this because everything is misspelled. I don't think there's one word. Oh, he spelled as right. Ivy got this 17-year-old hand. Oh, wait. No, hold on. I've got this 17-year-old handsome boy. He has his peg broke at two days old. Very fixed it. And bigger than. Other leg. Was he... Healed, he rides great as trail horse. Bet said, ride him, ask him my money back on him. Please PM me if interested. Cave Springs, Georgia Center, Alabama on Georgia line. Just don't have time to ride no more. And the picture is of a like a teenage boy who's throwing gang signs <laughs> <laughs> on the horse <laughs> while riding the horse. <laughs> So he oh. broke his peg at two days old. But they fixed it. Just wanted the money back. It is bigger than. Very fixed. Two-year-old very fixed it, it bigger than. Bigger than what? So does that mean his one leg is longer than the I other? So it's like peg leg? Like, I don't know. I, don't know. I picture a pirate. I feel like my um, southern accent from Georgia is becoming a little too Oklahoma. I do apologize for that. I've got to get my regional diction straight. You are mixing them up a little bit now. You've lived there so long that it, it's I know it's weird. In. Heather sent the next things. one in. It's our trailer of the week. It's very short and sweet. Horse trailer, farm and garden, by owner sale. Clean title in hand. Well, that's a first. <laughs> um, like new tires. Needs work. Tax room. Tack room has rust. Needs light. Okay, uh, this is one of those. What am I looking at? <laughs> two horse trailers that looks like they took the picture from a drone overhead. Yeah, uh, it does have 
tires that actually look like they have air, which is something. Uh, but it is your two horse trailer. How do you even see that? I don't know. It's completely rust covered. Um, it's so uh, not just the tack room is rust. The whole thing is rust. Uh, it does look like there's tires on it, um, and uh, it's going to need work. Definitely it looks need like work. the door is open inwards as well, it and does. I, that's not how that works. <laughs> It does, and uh, it probably will need more than lights. <laughs> I will say, though, it didn't give us a price, so we don't know if it's over our $300 limit. The, if they have a clean title, that is the only thing clean about this trailer. Kayla <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> sent in the next one. 14 by 75, 150. Oh, my God. Oh, dear God. The pictures. Uh, Make great storage space. Period. No space. Must pick up. Make offer endless. Space. Period. No space. The letter you must. Two away. The letter in for 150. The letter you throw out whatever you decide you do not want. Space. Period. No space. Rule. R-O-O-L. Door is not great. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, so what this looks like is like, you know, the episodes of Hoarders mm. where they're like, just clean out the whole, you walk around the whole house, there's like a path from the couch to the bathroom, all that stuff in between. What they did, they scooped all of that garbage up and they put it in the back of a trailer 27 years ago. And there's like a puncture through the side of the trailer and the, it's like the back door is open and there's all this garbage like sliding out into the yard. So It looks like a dumpster threw up. <laughs> yeah, like they tipped over a dumpster and they're trying yeah. to sell it. And apparently you can sort through all these items and decide what you want to keep. None of it. And not the trailer either. This is I mean, the whole side is busted, and there's, like, vines growing in it. But it's great storage. <laughs> not no, so great it's storage. not. <laughs> <laughs> not so great storage. Cassidy. You throw away whatever you decide you do not want. Yo, so you want to just clean your... So it's this post-hoarders episode, and they've got the trailer, and you're like, don't take it anywhere. I'm going to try to sell it. And then... Yep, the, and then oh, there it sat oh, for 20 oh. years in this dilapidated Makes trailer stomach hurts i know it does me too <laughs> cassidy sent this one in uh this is all ohio horses we don't have many info on her since we wait a minute he's hard there's no punctuation is, no capitals yeah no sense we don't have many info on her since we only had her for a few months and my little brother never used her so she had to go name is alson quarter horse White, but have red spots all over. Broke to ride, but have bad vice of person getting on her. She will rear a bit, and after a few seconds, she will stop. Those few first few seconds are kind of important, though. I will have my sisters take video of that, so you will know what I am talking about. Location, Southington, Ohio. I have video of her riding, so ask me for video. So basically, it's a flea-bitten gray. And it only and she, rears when you get on. So you're fine. Can you, who, who submitted this? Cassidy. Cassidy, can you go on that page and ask for a video, please? <laughs> yeah. So like, I'll have my sisters take video. I'm gonna put, I'll put my daughter on. And then 
uh, you know, I'll video the horse rearing and flipping over and not going. Because so nobody can... ever falls off when you're getting on the horse. That never no. happens. No. no. You're fine. No soul. No soul. Okay. Aaron sent the next one and you read it. Okay. Aaron sent this one. Um, everything horse in Vermont and New Hampshire. ISO a beginner horse. My fiance has nine horses, but wants me to have one of my own to bond with and be able to ride. Horse would be kept by his or herself. Located in Vermont, Rutland County, but will travel. Horse would be kept by his or herself. This would be like 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 if I was engaged with Chad, I'd be like, Oh, you want a horse? You can go get your own. This person has nine horses and you're not gonna share with your fiance. Get your own horse. These are all mine. You can't you touch can't my horses. <laughs> you have nine. You could at least let him bar him or her Honey, borrow one. I'm trying to become a part of your existence and I want to be a part of your life. So maybe if I start <laughs> riding horses with you, get your own. <laughs> Don't touch mine. These nine are mine. <laughs> <laughs> Rosemary. Okay, do you give this uh, marriage a year or two years? I'm. It's not ever going to happen. No, no, we're not going to be get beyond fiance. You don't think? No, no, no. Okay, no. But no, again, if Aaron, you want to reach out and yeah, can, friend her on, or him on Facebook, whoever posted that, and like just stalk them yes, silently yes, online yes. and start to see like. Taking over under and when they break up. Yeah, because we encourage stalking on this show. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Rosemary sent the next one in. Oh, my gosh. You alert. Gotta pay attention. <laughs> alert, alert, alert. One of the great trail mares of our time. That is That's a statement. <laughs> <laughs> Here is an outstanding mare that will knock your socks off and our cowboy boots, too. She was broke and trained for one full year at the prestigious Findlay College for equine trainers and showmen and gave her a tremendous foundation. After that, the owners made her into a professional trail riding mare. She, you just move stuff around. I did. Do? I didn't mean to. You cut something out of it. No, you just, no. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Glenn's like Googling things and cutting and pasting while I'm reading. Um, They made her into a professional trail riding mare. She is extremely quiet, gentle, kind, willing, and safe. She has mostly been ridden by a 67-year-old person. She has been rode a zillion miles. She neck reins, goes anywhere, over anything, opens gates, takes her lead. She'd probably wash the dishes if you asked. She is the slow kind. In a good way, she is worth her weight in gold. This great-minded mare is exactly what everyone is looking for but rarely ever find. 11K firm. No trades and no dickering. Must go to a great home only. First come, first serve. I haven't heard, heard the word dickering in a long time. But it, it, it must go to a great home, but the first one that comes Yeah, the first one to show up with $11,000 can have it. <laughs> By the way, oh, I'm I looked sorry, at, your eleven thousand isn't good enough. I'm going to need somebody else's eleven thousand. I wanted to look up if uh, Finley College, who we've talked to here on the show about before, uh, is actually called Finley College for Equine Trainers and Showmen, and it is not. <laughs> so, oh my God, are you serious? Is that like a class they take? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it gave her a tremendous foundation. Now, if this mare is so perfect, why are they selling it? Uh, yeah, that. exactly. Mm. Because, yeah, because 
Yeah. And what they're eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> that could be it. Probably got it from Finley for free. <laughs> Findlay College. Oh, they spelled Findlay wrong. <laughs> yes, it's, it's Findlay. L A Y. Yeah. 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 So I, the other thing is, I know colleges. And colleges usually don't give up horses that are good because they use the you ride whatever you get when you go to the college to do your competition, and they have to have a string of horses that are, like, perfect. So I'm kind of wondering why they gave it up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know what? We're going to have some listener who went to Finley College send us a message. Yes. And let us know. Yes. Is there a, a, a class called Equine Trainers and Showmen? I want to know. I want to know. I could I googled all those words together and nothing came up. So, <laughs> well, now I have to go sign up for the twenty-three weanling and twenty-two yearling prospects page. Well, I'm going to go buy a rearing uh, bird mare, so <laughs> it's fine. And then I'm going to load her in the trailer full of garbage. So, um, anyway, yeah, I've got a, the farrier coming, so I'm going to yes. go. But we'll, we've got a short post show for you. Yeah, we'll do a post show for you. Talk about candy in a few minutes, and otherwise, we'll be back on Monday. Have a terrific weekend, everybody. Spay neuter gals. Time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. So I was looking through BuzzFeed, like I do. <clears throat> and by the way, auditors, yes, you're, you didn't miss anything. We did not do a post show on Wednesday. So I want to let you know. So I was looking through BuzzFeed, and I always look at the qu- quizzes. I just got a text from my farrier. I just realized my last text didn't get through. I just got here, but no rush. <laughs> Your farrier's I, there? Yeah, he's down the barn. I'm like, okay, well, I'll be down in 15 minutes. Yeah, there you go, because uh, if we don't do a post show, the auditors are going to revolt. Exactly. <laughs> so I found this uh, quiz on the most popular candies of all times and the multiple versions of each of those candies and which is best. So let's see if we agree on any of these, okay? Okay. All right, so here we have M&Ms. Now, it used to be there was, what, original and peanut. And now there's original peanut, peanut butter, pretzel, caramel, mint, dark chocolate, and almond. So I, I'm, I'm a traditionalist. I always liked regular peanut M&Ms. That's my pick. So I got this package. Like It was like peanut M&Ms, but peanut M&Ms in white chocolate, peanut M&Ms in dark chocolate, and peanut M&Ms in milk chocolate. And I couldn't tell a difference between any of them. <laughs> But I mean, if I've got a pack of M&M's, all those M&M's, I'm going to pick up the peanut M&M ones. Well, we are in the majority. 34% picked peanut M&M's. So we agreed on something. Look at that. The pretzel ones, I was like, this is a waste. Yeah, I didn't like those either. Almonds were okay, but, you know, peanuts are better for chocolate, I think. So next is Skittles. I was never a Skittles eater. Are you? So here's how you eat a Skittle. Is you take one and you squish it. And you put another one on top and you squish that. And Lucas and I make Skittle sandwiches. So I guess the answer is yes. I, I just never ate Skittles. So we're going to ask you what your favorite is. Original, tropical, sour, wild berry, dessert Skittles, or dark side? And the sour ones are really good. They're like covered in the sour stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I can't just say that I really eat Skittles, um, but I'd probably go with that. I like anything sour. 
I want sour beer. I want sour candy. I want sour <laughs> apples. I want sour everything. Well, you are only 22% pick sour. Original is 43%. So uh, next is Airheads. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever had an Airhead. I love Airheads. But the, I'm not a chocolate person. I'm a fruity candy person. So yeah, this is I'm like making my mouth water. Yeah. All right, Airheads so are amazing. There are a lot of... Types of airheads, cherry, raspberry, watermelon, apple, strawberry, orange, grape, and white mystery, whatever the hell that is. It's uh, the best flavor, Glenn, because what happens, it's in a white package and it's called mystery. And you open it up and the airhead inside it is white. I'm really sound. Yeah, I have a kid, so we do these things. <laughs> so what is the, the mystery, white? Is it just any flavor? You have to guess. Oh. Like, I think this one tastes Is like it grapes. different every time, or is it the same yes, mystery every package? It's different. Okay. I think it's different. I don't know. I'm just guessing. <laughs> so they actually don't tell you inside the label what it was? You nope, just have you to, you just, never know. <laughs> it's like they had all these spares. How unsatisfying is that? I never know like, the answer. <laughs> dye it white and just put it in a package and we'll sell it. <laughs> and people like Jamie will buy it. <laughs> and then, then what happens is we'll give it to Jamie's kid at Halloween and he's not going to want the mystery flavor, but she'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, raspberry is the most popular uh, of no. Airheads. Uh, all right. Reese's peanut butter cups. Now, it used to be there was just Reese's peanut butter cups. What is there now? Oh, Reese's m- peanut butter cups. Reese's Pieces, Reese's Sticks, Dark Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Reese's Thins, Reese's Puffs, Reese's Minis, Reese's White Peanut Butter Cups, Reese's Dipped Pretzels, and Reese's Nutrageous Bars. Okay. That's I don't lot. know or care about any of those things except for the fact that you're pronouncing Reese's Pieces wrong. It's Reese's Pieces. <laughs> I never had kids, so I guess and I never learned that one. I, I I will weigh in on this because I'm the I'm the chocolate person. Um, I go for traditional milk chocolate peanut butter cup. That's my mm, pick. I never Reese's liked Reese's pieces. pieces a whole lot. Oh, because uh, I like M and M's better. I like to take see how many I can put in my mouth at the same time, <laughs> and then like. I go to a movie and nobody can see me because it's dark. So I just and I put as many and then I just chew it for like five minutes. So good. I know. And I like to do that with the peanut butter cups, but then they're gone. Like I've never told anybody about that. (laughs) Well, when the movie's boring, you got to do something. (laughs) (laughs) Too many kids movies. 48% picked the traditional milk peanut butter cup. 48%. 48%. I right. eat the chocolate around the edges and save the middle for the Another ones. thing that seems to have endless varieties, and you're not going to believe all the varieties, is Kit Kat bars. Remember the day when there used to be one Kit Kat bar, and that was it. Red package yeah. Kit Kat bar. Now there's like green ones. Well, and... here's your choices. Original white chocolate, dark chocolate, mint, uh, chocolate hazelnut, strawberry, mocha, pumpkin pie, fruity cereal, birthday cake, mm-hmm. blueberry muffin, and key lime pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't there's, waste my time with Kit Kat. There's some dude sitting in there going, hell, we have all these varieties. We need to make some more. Let's just, let's call one key lime pie. Oh, oh God. God. How about blueberry muffin? Ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a Kit Kat person. I do like Kit Kats. Jennifer loves Kit Kats. She'll eat the white ones, but I like the original. And I got to imagine original. I have heartburn. 70% original. Okay, so the dude that's inventing them, only 1% picked key lime pie. That guy should get fired because obviously nobody's buying it. All right, a couple more. Jolly Ranchers. Do love me a Jolly Rancher. Mm. Watermelon, raspberry, cherry, or grape? Watermelon. Mm. Or green apple. Green apple. See, with hard candies, I'm always cherry. I just like cherry. I hate grape. 
don't like grape at all. But cherry, I'm always cherry. I bet you I win this one. Uh, water, watermelon, mm-hmm. 36%. Who knew? All right, let's see here. Now, well, and oh, am I supposed to guess the ones I think everybody else likes or the no, ones that the ones I like? You like. And we'll, we're, okay. we're seeing if we're in the majority here. Okay. Okay. So I've got one more, and that's Hershey bars. So I grew up near Hershey and I'm very fond of Hershey. Uh, we got Hershey's chocolate bar. We have special dark. We have cookies and cream. We have strawberries and cream, birthday cake, oh. cookies and mint, milk, chocolate, peanut, and Reese's Pieces. Good Reese's Pieces. A lot of going on there. And peanuts and pretzel. Are you telling me that there's a Reese's Pieces Hershey's bar? I'm going to need that. It's Reese's Pieces Hershey bar. That's correct. By the way, Chad makes fun of me for the way I say it. (laughs) Jennifer really likes the cookies and cream. I'm a traditionalist here again. I'll eat special dark bars or I'll eat original milk chocolate. Either one. But I do take the original milk chocolate ones and put peanut butter on them. Oh, my God. That's good. There is a... Hershey's bar with Reese's in it. And it's 7%. It got 7% of the votes. Uh, cookies, oh. and cr- cookies and Cream won this at 34%. I did like that one. Okay. You like the Cookies and Cream one? Yeah. yeah. People are saying to get these and put them in s'mores. Oh, my God. Apparently, well, they discontinued good, them. Dang did it. They? Hold on. I'm going to Amazon this. <laughs> Hershey. Although, if they've discontinued it and somebody's selling them on yeah, Amazon, you don't want to buy from Amazon. They're probably like sixty years old. <laughs> they they were outdated last year sometime. So there no, you go. There's there's the candy thing. By the way, remember we talked about doing a tape testing on the air. I finally figured out what I'm going to send each of us. What international snacks packs. They sell these packs of international snacks, and I'm going to buy us each the same one, and we're going to taste them on the air. That's an auditor exclusive right there. Don't Just don't get it from China. It's like dried squid, you know, all those, like, squid snackers. No, I don't like that either. So, so no, these are, I I don't know what country. I think it's a mixed up countries when you get it. So I will send that out to you, and we can do taste testing on the air exclusively for auditors. See what you get by paying money. Get to get this terrific content we have, and now Jamie has to go. And now I'm looking at this. I'm just really disappointed now. I really want a Hershey's bar. (laughs) 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 Some M&M's. One of the two. I really want one of the two. All right. We'll see you, everybody. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye. Okay, boys and girls, we're done here. Now go ride your horse.